Welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Your weekly opportunity to tune in and listen to the best review team online, taking time out to chat with you and each other about everything lingerie. Our incredible team have reviewed over 7,000 reviews so they know what they're talking about. Every week is different, from chatting about their favorite brands of hosiery to educating you about playing safe when delving into the world of kinkwear for the first time. So for open and frank talk on all topics surrounding the world of lingerie, you're in the right place. Enjoy today's episode. Hello guys and welcome to another podcast from Laundry Lowdown. I'm here today with the amazing Tanya. Hello. And I'm Aurora here, back for my second podcast with Laundry Lowdown. For today's podcast, we have a really interesting topic and Tanya's going to tell you guys what it is. So our topic today is our funniest and most embarrassing stories that we've experienced whilst shooting or whilst shooting for Laundry Lowdown. So yeah, um, I don't know who should start with their... It's got a funny story. Or <laughs> you want to do, but it's kind of like a bit embarrassing, really. Um, but <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> but it is quite funny. So I was like filming for lingerie lowdown, like at home, um, and I just done sort of like the you know explaining about the product, like unboxing, all sort of stuff like that. Um, so that was really fun. And then I kind of filmed my try on separately and sent that to lingerie lowdown. Um, but what happened was, um, I was all done with my try on and I'd film a review and I had my laundry on and it was around about sort of 5.30, which is around about the time my fiance comes home from work normally. So I saw myself in the mirror wearing my laundry. I felt all glamorous and beautiful. And I thought I'm going to go and open the door and give my fiance a lovely (laughs) surprise. Um, So what happened was um, I opened the door in my lingerie with my dressing gown open that I just reviewed from Lingerie Lowdown and it was not my fiancé, it was actually the Amazon delivery man (laughs) who came to obviously probably give me some more lingerie. So he sort of just looked at me really weirdly and then got really shocked and then at first I just literally shut the door and I like freaked out, I was like oh my god, oh my god, what do I do? And then I like wrapped up my dressing gown and then then he looked at me and then really strangely and then we both started laughing and I said and he said were you expecting somebody else and I said yeah I was sort of expecting my fiance and I'm so sorry I thought you were him <laughs> so I just literally just went I just shut the door took the parcel and I just laid on my bed like and I was just feeling so like humiliated I was like my face was so red and I just felt like so embarrassed and then I when my fiance came home I told him what happened and then he said why aren't you still wearing my laundry for me um but, but yeah why aren't you still wearing your laundry for me and I said because um I sort of just said it kind of ruined the mood and I just felt really awkward and then he said would you surprise me again and I said only if the delivery guy doesn't come which we can't guarantee so yeah he got a bit unlucky so there funny. but yeah that's my story wait so when you are when you opened the door were you like fully lingerie I was in my lingerie or did you have like a so dressing I, I had like a kimono like dressing gown open with like black laundry underneath suspended so belt funny. stockings everything because with lingerie low down you sort of style like I style for the try on like oh my ads stockings or a dressing gown I had all my makeup on red lipstick 
So did you just open it with it open? Like, it was hey. open. I literally used the door open in my underwear and just spend about just for this random Amazon man. So that was embarrassing. I mean, you probably made his day. He was probably having a bad day and he just thought, this is the kind of thing I need to do to help me on with my investment. Oh, you probably yeah. made his day then. <laughs> At least you made someone happy. At least I made someone happy, but I made my fiance very unhappy because he didn't get a treat that day. He got nothing. <laughs> he came back at about six o'clock and the amazon guy was there at 5 30 so i wonder what he was doing on the way back home i don't know that's so funny yeah. i wonder like i'd love to know what amazon delivery drivers see i bet they see everything yeah <laughs> but they've got many stories to tell they can get like a spy cam like or yeah. something like on their shirt um but yeah did you have um, a funny story yeah that you wanted so to tell i had something kind of similar but mine actually was less embarrassing than than yours <laughs> i think i was um i was shooting some i was shooting lingerie actually from lingerie low down shooting some stockings um with a photographer and at the time where i was living i could shoot up on my roof so we'd gone outside onto my roof to shoot these um to shoot these stockings i was completely naked other apart from these stockings <laughs> on my leg and then as we came down from the roof to like get back into my house I realized I'd left my key inside the house and we were locked out and I was literally standing there like oh my god what am I gonna do oh my god <laughs> like, how do I get into my house I'm completely naked Tanya that sounds and, terrible <laughs> that sounds really bad um and I was there with the photographer and I was like oh my god I'm gonna have to call a locksmith but like when the locksmith arrives I'm gonna be have to, having to sort this out in my <laughs> In my stockings, completely naked. But luckily, the photographer was like, don't worry, I'm going to sort it out for you. So I had to call a locksmith. And the cost... Have, have you ever had to call a locksmith? I haven't, but, like, um, other people I know have. Yeah, but... so the cost of a locksmith actually is so expensive. Oh, my and God. I barely made a profit from the shoot after the fact that I had to pay for this locksmith <laughs> oh, to get in my no. house. But luckily, the photographer was really nice. And he was like, don't worry, I'll go and speak to the locksmith. He was like, you go back onto the roof and just stay on the roof <laughs> so I called this locksmith the photographer sorted it out and then luckily I got into the house oh my God. but yeah it could have been a lot worse it could have been imagine if I was there without a photographer and I was shooting my own content <laughs> and I got locked out so luckily the photographer was there to like help me out and sort it along but yeah it was quite funny <laughs> and yeah I've shot that photographer since and I always say to him like, I think that's probably one of my most funny stories that's happened on a shoot oh my gosh that sounds absolutely like hilarious so yeah okay I have a good one so I was um on the way to a tour in um Dublin because I was about to shoot an island for a few days and I stupidly put like some makeup remover in my suitcase and it started beeping at security and then the security woman sort of started searching through my whole bag and just like turned it upside down and even started digging into my moisturiser and makeup remover and telling me, oh, it is a liquid and we were arguing and all this rubbish. <laughs> um, and then she just sort of handed it back to me. And packing when you travel just takes so long to get everything yeah. organised and everything fitting, particularly because I bring a little carry-on suitcase um, when I go on aeroplanes just so it doesn't get lost. Um, so I was on the floor in the middle of the airport repacking all of my laundry and delicates and suspender belts <laughs> and people were all watching me like looking around and I was just like it was just really bad 
Airport security just have no... They just don't care about your privacy at all. They'll be taking everything out your bag, showing it out in well, it's like everyone. when you're travelling and, like, had, like, all my stilettos and stuff. God. But didn't you... Did you, if you have any weird experiences? Because you've travelled models yeah. as well. Well, yeah, I actually had a similar experience. Actually, so, for everyone listening that, that don't know, me and Aurora are actually currently on a model tour at the moment. Um, so that's where we tour to different areas and we do photo shoots in different areas of the country. Or abroad, but um, on the way to this tour that we're currently on, I had been requested by a photographer to um, bring some like fetish things, so things like whips, masks, <laughs> like PVC outfits, harnesses, <laughs> everything like that. Um, and I packed them all in my suitcase. But when I got off at the station, because I was cold and I was waiting on the platform. I thought, oh, I'll just get my jumper out my suitcase. But obviously I remembered my suitcase is packed full <laughs> of laundry, <laughs> fetish things, whips. Just like in the middle Parsons. of Birmingham train station. Like, because we're actually touring Birmingham at the moment. Like, like this is almost stuff. Yeah, and I was thinking, I need to get my jumper out because I'm pretty cold. But I'm like, well, how cold are you? Like, how willing are you to open your suitcase in front of all these strangers and then just see all these whips change <laughs> everything in your suitcase? I was just thinking, what are they going to think that I'm doing? You know what I did, actually? Like, I got absolutely freezing because I think it was winter and I was coming back from, I think it was Glasgow or somewhere like that. And I literally opened my case on the train. I was wearing some little shorts and I just put my jeans on. I opened my case and I just put them on on the train. <laughs> I just started dressing. Wait, I was... this is this is a classic case of a model just being too comfortable being naked at this point. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I just started anywhere. getting changed on the train. Well, I didn't take my shorts off. I just left them on and put my jeans on top. But then people were looking at me. But I just, I was sitting down. I was like looking around. I was thinking like, oh, but I'm really cold. And near the air conditioning's cold. Yeah. And I've been shooting for days. I was like, I just need, I just need something warm to wear. So I she just opened my case on the table and in the middle of the aisle just put my um jeans on sat down just put my headphones in <laughs> about to be escorted off the platform yeah. off the train for public <laughs> I, I guess this is the thing of being a model because i i shoot to nude and i'm so much more comfortable now being naked and i've done shoots outdoors naked <laughs> so it does come to that point where you're like if i'm cold i'm not gonna freeze am i has anyone like kind of like from the public got involved in your nude shoot my nude because I was thinking about embarrassing stories because I shoot implied nude and I have had some people sort of see me during the shoot yeah, it's, not very it's funny because when I've done abroad shoots I don't know have you ever when you have an abroad when you go abroad do you always have like an abroad personality where you feel like you could just do things abroad that you couldn't Definitely. do in the UK. But I think people are a lot more liberal about nudity like abroad because like when I shoot implied nude I'm still like partially naked if I'm you know or if I'm shooting from the back, I might be nude from the front or something like that. And the public don't really seem to mind as much. Yeah. And you can do shots that you really couldn't do in the UK. Well, this is how I feel. So when I did my tour to Switzerland, not tour, sorry, when I shot abroad in Switzerland, I was like, this is my abroad personality. Like, nobody here is going to see me again. Like, I almost don't care as much. <laughs> but if I show anyone. Yeah, yeah, if I do that in the UK, <laughs> I may see you again. I may bump into you in the pub or the club. But if I'm abroad... You guys will never probably see me again. <laughs> no matter this kind of free freeness in that I can do whatever I want here. I can be my abroad person. 
<laughs> well, I was in, I was shooting some implied nudes um, in Paris and the police came and I was literally That's just like, funny. yeah. So the photographer just chucked me a blanket, but there were people around and I was literally naked and they were fine. I think there was about six different people, but it was quite early in the morning and they were all female at the start, but then the boys start to come later saying weird comments and stuff. What did it? Oh, oh, that actually just reminded me that when I was in Cyprus, I was shooting and I was only shooting fashion. So it wasn't even, it was like, to be fair, they were short shorts and a crop top. But it was it was clothed, and when I say that a group of guys just came and stood and just watched, what the hell? Just literally approached next to the photographer. It was a shoot of Zeus um, photo shoot, and he just they just stood next to the photographer and watched. And I was thinking, how have we acquired a crowd of people (laughs) watching me shoot? And I was like, this isn't what I'm used to. This is odd. Shooting in public is odd. I've had some weird, funny situations. So I was shooting with um, a guitar in the middle of central London. Um, and a whole band came up to me and the photographer said, would you like to play? Would you like to join us? Like sing a song? And I, I said to them, you know, I actually can't play guitar. I'm just using this as a prop, right? And they're like, oh, boo, and stuff like that. <laughs> so I just find shooting in the middle of central London with all like Soho and stuff. Yeah. It's just people just coming up to you. One photographer said, can I have a shot with the model in the middle of the shoot? He kind of just stopped us shooting. He said, oh, can I can I be in a picture? What, a random man? Yeah, just... A like, random man. Okay. <laughs> and then, and then thought... I mean, he was kind of like, I don't know, like in his like 20s or like 25. And then, and then he said, oh, like, I wish I could be her boyfriend and stuff. Oh, God. And I was just like... <laughs> Maybe that was his pickup line. <laughs> and then the photographer had said, sorry. He was being really blunt. He was like, sorry, well, this is like a paid shoot at the moment. So I don't really want you to be around. And then he was like... And then, and then he started shouting with the photographer, you're a loser. I just want to be in a picture with the girl. <laughs> and I was just there laughing and they were like yelling at each other <laughs> so like shooting in public can attract quite a crowd or people can interact with the shooting yeah it's yeah it's very different I mean when I shot in Switzerland I felt quite comfortable like I said because I had my ball personality on <laughs> I was like outdoors and I was shooting we were shooting at this hotel and I was shooting nudes outdoors we were doing it early morning so there wasn't like a lot of people going by but every now and again someone from the hotel would kind of walk past <laughs> and I'd be like Honestly, I've got to the point now where I'm so comfortable being naked outdoors that I don't actually mind if people see me. It's more that I don't want to, A, get arrested or, or B, upset people. Because, you know, some definitely, people get really yeah, um, definitely. upset about seeing something. <laughs> so it's more for me, like, if they're happy to be there and they don't care, then I'd be okay. But it's more for me, I, I worry in case they're going to be upset by it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Well, that brings me on to another um, another really funny story, actually. Um, so I was shooting on location of photographer, but this time there wasn't public around like we were talking about. Um, and he wanted to get a shot of me and we were sort of in the grass and there were some trees and leaves around, um, just like a fashion shoot. And he kept going further and further back to sort of get the shot that he wanted. And he just went back and then he went back more. And then he like fell over onto some thorns and pricked his bum. Oh and then like, instead of helping him, I just laughed and laughed and laughed. Like I just laughed my head off. And he thought I was being really rude. And I just said to him, I find it really funny. Because I have this kind of like childish sense of humour that when anything fall anyone um, falling over just makes me just laugh. Well, it's that thing where it's like you're almost not meant to laugh. And then it makes you laugh more. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah. oh, God. Oh, well, like, have you ever had it when told you a serious story? And then you laugh and you're like, oh, God, I, I don't find this funny. Yeah. I don't find this funny. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just being awkward right now. So I left him on the floor for about, like, five minutes until I dragged him up again. And he said, oh, I've, I've spiked my butt. I've spiked my butt. And then I just kept laughing even more. 
<laughs> I've luckily not had any injuries or anyone get injured. I had a photographer once break my chair. What? <laughs> so I was, I shoot from my home sometimes and I was shooting at home with this photographer and he was like, can I stand in your chair to get like a higher, a higher shot? And I was like, yeah, sure. He like stood on it and his foot just went straight through the chair. And he was so like, he he looked so like guilty. He was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. And I was like, honestly, it's fine. Like this, this chair was quite an old chair. It was like there when I, I didn't buy it. I was like, it's literally fine. But there are some situations in photo shoots where you, where they are a bit dangerous. Definitely, I've definitely yeah. been scared. Like, am I going to fall off this thing and hurt myself? I can 100% agree. I had a situation where I ripped a dress that didn't belong to me, that oh, belonged God. to a photographer. Um, when I was shooting abroad, he'd given me these beautiful dresses to wear. And um, we were shooting and I put it on and I was taking a few shots. And then as soon as I was modeling the dress just started to rip because I'm quite busty and I <laughs> torn the zip at the back so it was like modeling and posing with my hands and obviously it was too tight on my bust and the whole scene just went <laughs> and um and then I kind of like had to stop shoot- shooting and then I went up to the photographer and I'm really really sorry like I've broken your dress and he was like oh it's okay like I can get it repaired like he said oh it's not like the first time it's broke um, but then I said, I am like quite busty. So I was worried that it wouldn't fit. And he was like, yeah, I think your bust might have ripped my dress. <laughs> I have have had like dresses break before, like even when I was younger, like because really? I'm quite busty, the zip will go or the seam will go or I'll rip something with my boots. Yeah, I have never <laughs> done like, that. So I'm it's like... just really embarrassing. <laughs> it's really I'm embarrassing. a 32B, so that is not something that happens ever <laughs> to me, I have to I think I'd probably be more likely to rip my trousers or something in my bum. Oh, yeah, I've torn my trousers before or something. I mean, the worst is ripping latex, which has only happened once, but that's more devastating than funny or yeah, embarrassing because latex expensive. is so expensive. Enjoying the conversations today? Well, we wanted to take a short break to tell you more about our website. Are you looking to treat a loved one or yourself to some new lingerie or hosiery? and don't know where to start? Let the most diverse team of presenters from across the globe introduce you to more than 500 brands as we publish new and exclusive reviews every day. In fact, we have over 7,000 reviews available online right now, and you can join us from only $9.99 a month. However, we want to treat you to something a little special for listening to our podcast today. Use the promo code PODCAST to get 10% off the purchase price. Best of all, there's no time limit with this code, so you can keep using it when you renew your membership. So after listening to the rest of the podcast, head on over to lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use the promo code podcast today. Thanks for listening. Now let's get back to the podcast. your own latex it's sort of even worse because I was like um I got a skirt like stuck and then a photographer was like rushing me and he was like oh can you hurry up and then I sort of spun it round to get the seam right and the whole thing just tore why was he rushing I don't know I don't know what it was I bet you were so annoyed at him I bet you were like why were you rushing because then the shoot obviously cost me a lot more than like, yeah. he was paying me for the shoot. Then I had to buy the outfit again, which sort of like cut into what I was paid by the end of it. So it wasn't very good. But I went on um, an all day latex shoot and then I sort of learned a lot about latex care. And then the photographer said to me, oh, like I said to him, oh, because he was like a latex expert. 
um, mm. that things have ripped. And he said, if you get panicked or stressed, just take the whole outfit off and put it back on again and reline the seams. He said, don't try and spin or twist anything and touch wood. I haven't broken anything since that shoe. That's good. <laughs> it was all like a latex workshop as well. He was like telling me all about the fabrics and all sorts of stuff. So I, I learned so much about how to care for it and stuff. So yeah, I was remember when we shot together with your latex things and you it was an interesting experience because I've never worn latex before in a shoe and <laughs> for people that don't know what 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 you have to do on a latex shoe Aurora had basically put talcum powder inside both the dresses that's how you yeah, do it yeah yeah well then, you can put like body lube but I really don't it's so sticky like you put this uh, like kind okay. of body Luby thing inside of it, but I just and prefer the powder. You literally need to help me into my outfit. So I, was, I was like, I don't want to break this. So I was like, you just they don't normally help. break. Like they're not supposed to break because every time I put it on, like it does have to stretch quite a lot, and it's you know looks really small because the latex I shoot is all size small, and I don't man- know how I manage to squeeze into it. And it's funny every time I shoot latex, I look at my dress and I'm like, how the hell did I get into that last week? I always think I've gained weight, like even I a few think days that, earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've only not ripped- about you, about myself. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. I only ripped like one thing, so it's not the end of the world. But it can get quite scary. I think shooting in other people's latex because I'm worried I'm going to break someone mm. else's latex. And there was a female photographer the other day. And I was shooting in her latex and I said to her, look, I'm terrified. I'm going to break this, you know. <laughs> and then she said she's ripped things all the time and then she just gets them, the seams fixed and stuff. But the only thing I've really broken that wasn't mine was stockings, which I guess is not the end of the world. But like working for like a company where they were like giving us the stockings. I um, think I know the company you're talking about because I did exactly the did same you? thing there. They gave me gloves to use when I was putting them on, like white gloves because... <laughs> Um, I just kept, like, I had, like, a thing, I think a snagging on my nails and after I ripped from the tights. Oh, no. She was like, it's fine, but she was like, this is the only one, though. The next the, the next pair she gave me, she's like, this is the only one I have of this, so please don't rip it. Oh, she my God. Like, I can't do anything if these get ripped. She gave me these white gloves so that I wouldn't, like, tear holes in them. But I don't know about you, but stockings, I go through stockings so fast. I try not to go through them too quickly, but they do break. And like some of my stockings are honey bidet and they don't make those colours anymore because I got them in the sale. So I think the Gabriella mango stockings I have, which are kind of like a yellow mango colour ripped. And I don't, and they don't sell them anymore because I've got them in the sale. So that mm. can be really annoying. But um, at the same place where you're working at, because I think we're talking about the same place, I ripped three stockings in a row. Oh, um, I mean, three pairs of tights in a row. So the stylist gave me one pair. I put it on. But they, you know those really like thin denier ones? So I ripped those. Yeah. And then I ripped it again. And then she bought me another pair. And then I ripped it again. <laughs> and then she bought me another pair and I ripped it. And then, and then she bought me a fourth pair. And she was like, can you please be careful now? <laughs> and she was like, you're the wrong with me. <laughs> No, she didn't she give didn't. me the glove. Maybe it was a different place, but oh, that was so embarrassing. I just ripped so many pairs of stockings. To be honest, that makes me feel better because I felt like every time I go there, I rip a pair and I just no, feel like they still booked me again. They still me again. I ripped like the same pair of tights about three times, and I'm lucky they sort of um had more <laughs> because this is not very good. Some yeah. of the stockings is really expensive as well depending Definitely, on like, which yeah. one and I find the expensive ones don't necessarily last sometimes like mm. even if they're really expensive they might like sort of rip it's true but it's it's good that we can use our stockings from laundry lowdown for shoots which yeah helps. It and actually our laundry does. that like like they provide because we can keep it after the review if we want to keep it um it's really good that we have new stuff to shoot in and 
if something breaks, we always get stuff. <laughs> yeah, lowdown. I agree. Like I actually, that's why I love doing lingerie lowdown because as a model, like going through so much like lingerie and stockings and everything constantly, it's n- it's nice to be updated with new things and also as well. They've sent me things that I wouldn't have necessarily thought to pick. Exactly. And then tried yeah, it on and really exactly liked the same. Like, colours. And I would have, like, never thought to go for, like, a bright pink, say. But then I've tried it on and been like, I really like this, actually. <laughs> yeah, they gave me pink recently, actually. And I did really like it. Um, so, yeah. I know generally on shoots... Well, I know both of us, like, generally on shoots, they are just, like, fun in general. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely, like, just, like, a fun, like, good energy... On most of them, obviously not all, of, obviously not all of them, but on most of them, I know I've definitely had so many funny experiences. Probably more so than embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, um, it didn't have to be embarrassing. I think just all my stories happened to be embarrassing. <laughs> so I sort of embarrassed myself on this podcast, but that was the stories that I just happened to come up with today. Because um, like funny stories and stuff. Oh, shoots are just funny. I think wardrobe malfunctions, actually. I've just had so many of those. So I was modelling, sort of... Um, I just came up with a story now, actually, that I just remembered. On a bench for, like, a location shoot. Um, and I was in this sort of dress, but I couldn't wear a bra because it was strapless. And I sort of was in public and did, like, sort of a back bend. And both my boobs fell out. <laughs> I didn't even shoot topless. And there were two fashion photographers and they just felt really, really uncomfortable. And then there were people around as well because it was in public. So, That's so that funny. was really embarrassing. And I think a lot of the time when I shoot lingerie, I might just have a funny wardrobe malfunction where I'm sort of bending on my boobs just fall out of my bra (laughs) I'm not even kidding and it's awkward because I don't really shoot topless so I don't really want to show people but I sort of just (laughs) laughed it off or your underwear gets twisted and you might accidentally flash a photographer or they've sort of told me one at least they tell you you know oh you're showing a bit too much here or stuff like that that's how you know you've got the good photographer (laughs) because I've had the topper say like oh you might want to adjust your like underwear I mean because I shoot nude I don't have it as much because generally if I get booked I tend to shoot all the levels up to noon so if something falls out it's not the end of the world but like because I don't shoot open leg I have had some photographers point out oh maybe you want to change the angle this slightly and I'm like yes I know that you're a good photographer <laughs> yeah <laughs> it is good because yeah I mean unfortunately as well there are some photographers that may take advantage of Definitely. a wardrobe malfunction like really like be careful when you sort of check yourself as yeah. much as you can but sometimes you can't see like I was sort of modeling in a skirt and doing some like teasy shots and then my thong just literally just got twisted and I almost did like show my, <laughs> basically show my vagina for like one of the shots that he deleted straight away and then he said you, you need to like readjust your thong so to like go to the bathroom and like put it back on and stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's funny isn't it because like modeling has this like glamorous this glamorous idea and there are like glamorous parts of it of course but like so much of a shoot is just literally like like you said like wardrobe malfunctionings or like (laughs) it's probably not as glamorous as people might think it is yeah have you ever had like a makeup like issue happen with makeup I have I think I've had it before where I've been on the way to a shoot and I forgot, like, my whole makeup bag. And I was like, oh, no. What did you do? Well, I think I, I literally had, like... You know, sometimes you just got, like, the one-off little pieces um, of makeup in your bag, but you haven't got the whole set. And I think I just tried to, like, make do with what I had. So I had, like... What did I have? I think I had something, like, eyeliner. And I was trying to, like, draw onto my, my eyelashes to try and make it into a <laughs> 
and then try to like smudge out some of the eyeliner like that's very clever oh, actually trying to pop it on my eyebrows that's really clever <laughs> I was trying to be creative with it and I got there and I was just like I didn't know what to say I was like I haven't got makeup okay. <laughs> I've done my whole makeup with this one eyeliner <laughs> that is impressive I think when I went to Wales I opened my makeup bag and I just got to the apartment because I just sort of hide an apartment with the sheets and then I forgot my foundation yeah. And I didn't know what to do because, like, foundation is just a go-to for shoots. Yeah. So we'd done all my eye makeup and then I blended out a concealer, but my skin was so dry because I find concealers really drying. So it was, like, cracking. So that happened and I had, like, a whole evening of shoots. Then the next day I had to get up at six o'clock in the morning and try and find a foundation, which I found from number seven, but then it was too dewy. So for the whole uh. tour... All the pictures of me for the next three days was me looking really shiny. <laughs> and a lot of photographers said, do you have any blotting powder or something? You might be like looking a bit shiny. And it kept reflecting all the lights because it was like a dewy kind of foundation. Have you ever had like done your um, highlighter and then had a photographer be like, oh, your face is a bit shiny. Can you get rid of that, 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 the shine? And I'm like, I did that on purpose. <laughs> That's my highlighter. <laughs> I have had, I mean... Some people just say, oh, I should change my makeup or I need to take it off or reapply oh, really? and stuff. So like, why just, would they think that? Like, I, think, why would they... I think one time my like eyeshadow brush was wet because I just washed it so then the eyeshadow looked too dark. So they just right. wanted me to like blend it. But I had a really bad situation where I was really obsessed with contour at this time. And it was around about, I think, about three or four years ago. And I put my contour on at the... Um, uh, a studio in Essex just in the dark in the studio and then <laughs> I came out and the photographer said why have you got all that brown colour on your cheeks and then I looked in the sunlight and I'd put far too much contour that so my funny. cheeks just looked absolutely ridiculous <laughs> and I didn't have any makeup me, so I was trying to like scrub it off with like tissue um, and they got the pictures back because I'd actually like shot for half an hour looking like that. <laughs> um, which so is really tell you for half an hour and half an hour. No, the studio was... owner mentioned it, so like right. one photographer booked me, and then the studio owner sort of, um, you know, told me, but right. the guy who booked didn't. So he was probably just too polite <laughs> yeah. to say anything. He was like, "I don't want to offend her." <laughs> and, and another thing, like I was um, shooting in a pool in France because it got really hot, and I was shooting um, like just outside of Toulouse, and I'd obviously jumped in the pool. And then what happened was I had, like, makeup smeared all over my face, mm. but I didn't know, and I was, like, rubbing my eyes. So I was, like, talking to the people who owned the property and, like, chatting <laughs> to everyone. And then um, the photographer said to me, you know, you've got some makeup smudged. And then I literally went to the bathroom, and I looked like an absolute panda. <laughs> um, but it was really, really hot. It was, like, 37 degrees that day, so I literally just left it and just went back. And then I just <laughs> took a shower and took it off. So I was just walking down the streets looking ridiculous. But I was just... I couldn't be bothered to take it off, and I didn't have my makeup remover, so I just left it. Yeah. <laughs> I have been told in shoots before, because sometimes I'll do more creative makeup, where I put, like, gems on my face or, like, um, I don't know, drawings, whatever. And I, I was told when I went to shoot um, at this company... The next time I went back, they were like, can you please do na- more natural makeup? Oh, <laughs> I was no. like, well, they, to be fair, the clientele for this company, um, they prefer like, you know, girl next door kind of look. Yeah. Um, so they were just, they, the stylist was the one who said it and she was like, I hate telling people this, but she was like, we just had some, the clients asking for more natural makeup and I was like, it's fine. I, I guess the good thing with natural makeup is it doesn't take that much time. Exactly. I mean, I know it doesn't feel very original, but then you might get a bit more reliant having to do like a natural look. Because this yeah. morning shoot, I didn't need to wear makeup. That's true. Which was, you know, saved me a bit more, gave me a bit more time in bed to sleep. It's true. Sometimes how much makeup I'm wearing is literally just how much time I've had to get ready for the yeah. shoot. 
like if it's an early morning shoot, I'm probably very natural on the makeup because I'm not waking up like two hours before the shoot to do my whole like proper. Well, I don't know about you, but if you do your proper like lots of makeup and hair, it literally take me an hour. To it do could it. take me two hours because like I'm also an MUA like makeup artist, and people rarely ask for makeup looks, but it's maybe the female photographers you ask. Mm. And I think it was up about maybe six o'clock on the Saturday morning, just sitting in front of the mirror for about two hours doing false lashes, hairstyling, all of this stuff. Yeah. And I was so by the time the photographer actually arrived, I was so tired from doing my makeup. <laughs> I mean, I, I am a makeup artist, but. I, I just don't do it that often anymore and it gets me so tired to do it. So yeah. I kind of like a makeup look that takes me maybe 20 to 30 minutes, maybe 10 minutes if I'm in a rush. And I just like to keep it natural. I'm traveling so much. That I just don't have time. Yeah. Even if I think sometimes photographers, or just men in general actually, don't actually realize how long. Because when I tell guys in general, oh, it takes me two hours to get ready. And that's including like the shower, everything. Um, generally, they're like, two hours? What are you doing for two hours? And I'm like... <laughs> At least an hour just to do my... If you want to um, do my hair makeup, like, proper makeup, then, yeah, like, it's an hour. It's going to take time. And I think, actually, in one of the Christmas reviews, and I'm so thankful for Scott for telling me that I had lipstick on my teeth, <laughs> because I am such a chatty person, and I get lipstick on my teeth all the time. Um, so, ever since that happened, when I'm filming for Laundry Low Down, I always sort of look in the mirror, double-check my teeth, and now I'm using more matte lipsticks to try and avoid that problem. Mm. But have you ever had on a shoot, like, photographers be like, you've got lipstick on your teeth? No. I, all the I think oh, all the really? embarrassing things just seem to happen to me. Like, literally, it's to me. Maybe I just use more matte ones. I didn't know there was a correlation. I kind of use, like, kind of, like, dewy ones or, like, yeah. kind of a lipstick, like, gloss, like a cross between lipstick and lip gloss. You know what? Honestly, like, I... Shiny ones. I generally use more pale lipsticks, so maybe that's why. I... It's more rare for me to use red, so I think even... Red lipstick is so messy. I don't yeah. like wearing red lipstick. I've got, like, a matte stain one, but it's just... It goes absolutely everywhere if you don't get the right one. And I get strands of my hair, like, caught in my coloured lip gloss, and then it sort of drags my hair across my face to make sure... Make, and the photographer said, have you cut your face or something? <laughs> oh, my god! So I've just stopped... I'm just trying to avoid all this shiny lip gloss because it's just caused so many problems and hair getting stuck to my lips, and I don't know how anyone handles wearing lip gloss. Yeah. I actually just, you just reminded me when I was shooting in Cyprus with Sue's photo shoot that I, <laughs> he was like to me, oh, you've got something on your face. And I was thinking, I kind of wiped it. And I was thinking, and then he said, oh, it's still there. And I wiped it again. And I was thinking, you're probably just being over the top. Like, <laughs> like do you really need to put on me? I'm like, <laughs> and I said to him, like, what? Like, like, is there really anything there? Like, I've wiped it. And he was like, yeah, there's, there's like, he's like, you've got something all over your face. And then he showed me the pictures that I honestly had read. Like all over my cheeks for my lips. I think I must have done a pose where I touched my lip, touched the red lipstick, and then spread it across my whole face. Oh <laughs> and my like God. in all the pictures, there were like nice pictures, but just like red. <laughs> this happens. These things happen. I can't believe it. We're practically over thirty minutes now, actually. Okay. <laughs> just telling such funny stories. But I'm glad we've. I'm not the only one who's had lipstick malfunctions. <laughs> <laughs> and wardrobe malfunctions and all sorts of crazy stuff um but yeah we're gonna wrap it up now but before we do tanya would you like to tell um them your instagram and you're also an only fans as well you could let them know where yes. to find you so if you want to find both my only fans and my instagram they are both tanya arresti um so that is spelled t-a-n-i-a-a-r-e-s sugar T-I. 
And what about you, Aurora? Where can we find you? So um, I'm on Instagram at, at Aurora Phoenix Model. And I think the Phoenix is the American spelling. Um, but you also get the spellings of our name in the title of the podcast as well, which you can use because <laughs> I'm quite lazy. And I just don't want to spell it out loud. I'm <laughs> lazy. Um, and my Twitter is at Aurora Phoenix 4. And then my OnlyFans is OnlyFans.com slash Aurora Phoenix 4. So, yeah, you can find us both on OnlyFans. And we sometimes do content together on OnlyFans as well. Yes. Um, and tag each other and all sorts of stuff like that. Um, and do sheets together. And, yeah, it's good to do our first podcast. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, and be sure to go on to laundrylowdown.com to look at all the amazing reviews on there. And be sure to check out the other podcasts if you like this one. So, yeah. Bye. Thanks for listening to us on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Don't forget that we release a brand new episode every Wednesday for you all to enjoy. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. Don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today. So if you love lingerie as much as we do, Make sure to catch us same time, same place next week. In fact, it's not just lingerie we love to talk about and review. We cover it all from the world of intimates. From lingerie to hosiery, swimwear to sleepwear, kink and bondage, and we even review sex toys. All in the best possible taste, of course. With over 7,000 published reviews online, we're the number one review site, and we're publishing more every day. And don't forget to visit the website lingerielowdown.com forward slash join and use our promo code podcast to get a 10% discount off your membership today.